Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. He asked, like, he asked me truth or dare, and I was like, truth. And he said, do you hate the boyfriend? Everybody looks directly at me. It was like eight of us because everybody knew that I didn't like him. I go, yes, I fucking hate him. (laughs) Hello, New York and around the world. And wherever Colby is. (laughs) And wherever Colby is. And... Suburban Massachusetts. And suburban Massachusetts. And welcome back to Match Made in Manhattan with Colby, Katie, and Adam. And girls, where are we today? We're in like an interesting little situation. We have Colby on a poof. Colby's on the computer. Colby's via <laughs> via internet. <laughs> Colby. I'm Adam this time, Skyping in. You guys got to stop leaving like this. Okay. Katie's always like the. the I'm just here. I'm. I'm not going anywhere. I'm just here. I have a wedding, so. (laughs) Katie's apartment is so transparent to the street. Like you'd think her window's open. Actually, I think it might be. Oh my god, Siri! I literally. Just disable her, Siri. Shut the fuck up. Oh my god, I think we're. I mean, it's weird because we've not said anything that sounds like Siri, and she's like poking her fucking head. Oh, there she is. Oh my god. Siri, the bitch go is back. away. The bitch is back. <laughs> we literally can't hear Colby because Siri keeps popping up and trying to It's insert. weird that it's not happening on my computer. Turn off, Whenever you Siri. say that. Oh my God. Is it because I'm touching it? Yes. Stop touching it. I can't. It's going to fall out of my ear. Okay, friends. I wish you could see the, the issues that are going on with our good old friend. I'm not even going to say her name. S-I-R-I. She, <laughs> she keeps popping up in the middle of nowhere and ruining our lives. And we but, can't hear Colby on the computer because she keeps popping up. She just and wants to keep chatting. Inserting and, herself in our, in our business. Wait, Katie, you know why it's not saying in your ear? Because you, that's the left one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, it's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> guys i just had the wrong <laughs> i literally cannot breathe katie's like desperately having the worst issues with this airpod and i look over i look over and it's like hanging out of her ear and i'm like wait that's in your right ear and i have the right airpod <laughs> Guys, I don't have AirPods anymore. I have the real headphones, like with the cord, so I don't remember how to wear AirPods. Cole, I wish you were seeing how it was hanging from her ear. It fully looked like an earring. She literally had an AirPod earring hanging from her ear and was like, why isn't this working? Okay. It's like, bro, you're wearing it as jewelry, not a goddamn I audio could, device. I could see the frustration. <laughs> I okay. See I'm sweating. Okay, okay we need well, to move on. Yes, we do. <laughs> Girls, what is our topic for today? Friendships. F is for friends who do stuff together. You no. is for you and You've me. been keeping that inside all day, I bet. <laughs> you know what they say. There are big ships and small ships, but the best and ships, ships that are sail the sea. But the no. best ships are friendships and the one with you and me. That was beautiful. 
I'm wow. sorry, Hayden Colby. I'm sorry, Hayden Colby. Across, that was beautiful. <laughs> I felt that deep in my soul. No, but a very requested episode has been talking about one, how to make new friends in a new city and also just kind of friendships in general. And I feel like we've talked a lot about, about relationships and, and dating life in New York City and just in our 20s in general. And so we thought it'd be fun to talk a little bit about friendships. So a little bit of a different kind of relationships. But so we asked the Instagram what you guys wanted to hear about different friendship topics. And one of the big ones I feel like are the big themes, which we'll also pick a few DMs to kind of go through and chat about. But one of the bigger themes was how to make friends in a big city, like especially coming from college, like Katie and Colby went to Elon, I went to University of Maryland. These are schools where you spend four years of your life there and you're assigned to all these different activities that are kind of geared and classes, especially that are geared towards like giving you free friends, basically. Like you don't actually have to try that hard to make friends in college, I feel like comparatively to being in a city but yeah. then you get the real world and you can meet people who are 15 years older than you that have established friendships and aren't necessarily looking to build new relationships so it definitely is harder after yeah it's not like there's not like a gilded path to like here are your friends like you have to figure it out and you've also like gotten to a point maybe where you've outgrown some friends and you you're trying to move on and like you're adjusting to a new place and it can get very stressful and lonely, especially like in the winter. I feel like if you mm-hmm. don't have like, cause obviously like you during the summertime can like go out by yourself and like do a lot of things. But in the winter, I feel like you get really like, Oh yeah. Seasonal lonely. depression is a huge thing. <laughs> you need to lean on yeah. your friends in the winter. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You guys well, know. In general, there's so much effort that you have to put into it. I feel like now it's like an actual thoughtful decision where you're like, okay, I'm going to go out and like, try and meet mm-hmm. people now yeah i mean you guys know my favorite topic is the sun setting at 4 p.m lately which is just oh my ruining God. my entire life so it's like okay the sun sets at 4 p.m you're probably getting up a little bit earlier than normal like what do you, what's your motivation to do things after work and like go out and meet people or like are there really that many things happening like i feel like it kind of yeah. does die down a little bit in the winter especially around holiday time like now when people are going home for thanksgiving and christmas time um and new year's like i feel like this part of the fall time kind of just slows down yeah yeah but like in terms of meeting people in the city when you're just moving there or moving to a new city in general like you kind of just have to do it based on like activities and things you like to do or things that you're forced into doing like for example work i feel like when i first moved to the city like most of my new friends that i met were from work situations or from Katie introducing me to all her friends and me stealing them. It's the age old story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like you just have to kind of like latch on to some kind of relationship that you have um, and then use that as, as leverage to kind of pivot in, into other friendships and getting invited to specific group events and, and going out and going to dinners and, and all that good stuff. And don't feel like you're being annoying. I think that the fear is when you do, like you find someone that you really click with and you want to kind of get in with their friends and expand to a larger group. I feel like some people could think that they're being annoying, Mm -hmm. but like truly there's no other way to, you, you're going to feel like you're being a little annoying. Yeah. It's going to be uncomfortable, but the best but you have to put in, yeah, you have to put in the effort where you're uncomfortable for sure. That's how you grow. You literally, you have to kind of, you have to be the one reaching out for a bit. For sure. And it really does only take one person like Adam can attest. Like you need that one person and then they can introduce you to, you don't even know how many other people. And then if you find one person that you really click, click with through that one person, then you can meet their extended circle as well. I think if you're like a shy person in general, like you just need to put yourself in a situation where you're uncomfortable. Like, 
one, a couple hours of being uncomfortable could uh, amount to you becoming super comfortable with yourself and like feeling more able to go out in social situations in the future and meet new people and have conversations with people. I think like I always used to say your vibe attracts tribe, which is completely true. Like if you're super positive <laughs> about it and like willing to get out there and meet people, like you're going to meet people with similar interests or people who have similar outlooks on, on that. Yeah. And I want to be around you, you know? And I think the trick, which like Adam, you can attest like with you when we like became friends and then you met my friends. What you did that was so great was you started reaching out to not just me, but also my friends. Like you were like, hey, Colby, like let's go do this. Like it wasn't, I didn't have to be there to like babysit you all the yeah. time. And I think that that's huge. You kind of run the risk of like them being like, you're stealing all my friends. But I don't which think- Which Katie did say. <laughs> which I say is a joke. I thought it was great because I really wanted you in, in our group. Like yeah. I knew that- my friends would love you and like it would be an easy sort of friendship, which it has been. Love yes, you. Yes, it has. But I love you guys too. I think that it's, you have to like, you have to put in the effort and it's going to be uncomfortable. Yeah. And like, we definitely didn't have the like breadth of friends, I feel like, that we have now when we first moved to the city. Like oh, we had no friends way. from college and whatever it may be, but like now think of all the people that we know and how big our network is in the city and like the web that we have. Like you guys are like friends with all, like my friends, like, you know, like yeah. Alex and Mahi and my roommates and like some of my other friends from college. And like now there's kind of that integration, you know, we're yeah. now like one of us throws a party, like we invite each other's groups. We and invite it's so everybody. Seamless. Yeah. And but, it's been, I mean, we it involved some effort, but I think, after the initial effort. Yeah, it's like a snowball, it, snowball it, effect. Yeah, it becomes really easy Yeah, after that. So end of the day, the advice is get out there, make yourself uncomfortable. Two hours being uncomfortable could amount to a lot of future success and friendships and yeah. um, getting invited to places and being being able to like be put in situations where it's way easier to make friends in the future. A lot of you guys DM'd some specific questions that I actually really liked. That had to do with friendships and relationships and whatever it may be. So I think we should also. So this is my. This is like one of my favorites that I screenshotted. So this girl said, "My BFF of about ten years is dating a guy long term, and they often reference getting married eventually. Who just doesn't fit in with friends slash friends boyfriends. He often has a dark rain cloud following him around, is pessimistic, and thinks he's right about everything." Some examples include not being friendly in group settings to other friends and other guys, weird and uncomfortable. Ugh. This said BFF has asked if I think they are a good match slash low key seems to be seeking approval. Oh, so low key, she seems to be seeking approval. I kept quiet because of circumstances at the time, but I have this nagging feeling that I need to intervene hard because it's been going on so long and I don't want to hurt her help. That's a toughie. Uh, oh. Very hard. See, when I'm envisioning is like they end up getting married and like maybe they things don't work out yeah and the friends will have to be like we knew the whole time and yeah. didn't say anything well yeah i think it's like has there ever been any conversation around it at all she said that they literally like the person asked her like do they approve but this was right. a while ago and she was yeah. like whatever yeah and now yeah. she's thinking, oh, no, they're going to get married. Maybe I need to say something before it's too late. Yeah. So that's a hard one. I've had an experience where one of my friends, I didn't really like their significant other. And it's not an easy conversation to have. But I'm a little bit 
like overt with my feelings about certain things and i definitely <laughs> do not keep like i my feelings are written all over my face all the time so i actually told them that i didn't like their significant other how did you phrase it you didn't I, say i don't like them you said something better i'm sh- assuming so actually we were playing truth or dare and it was like a, a group of us and it was during covid and we were having like a picnic outside on a baseball field like me and a few of my friends from um from maryland and we were playing truth or dare and my friend had a feeling that I didn't like his his boyfriend. And he asked, like, he asked me truth or dare. And I was like, truth. And he said, do you hate XYZ? Like, the, the boyfriend. And I was like, uh, <laughs> I literally paused for a second. Everybody looks directly at me. It was like eight of us because everybody knew that I didn't like him. And I go... Yes, I fucking hate him. <laughs> Wait, was he there? I forgot if you no, said that. No, okay, he wasn't good. there. I would never say that in front of him. I was like, uh, yeah, I fucking hate him. And then it was super awkward. And then he was like, yep, knew it. And then that was that. And then I was like. Did they uh, break up? No. And then I was like, I'm going to take the, like other people down with me. Because I was just in a bad mood after that. So then I turned to my other friend who I knew also hated the boyfriend. And I was like, hey, you, like truth or dare and he's like it doesn't matter and i'm like no he says dare i'm like i dare you to tell him what you actually think about <laughs> his boyfriend so that was just like a whole toxic thing but anyways that's a funny story about how that happened but i felt so bad after that so moral of that story is it's all about delivery and that delivery was so bad but it was also just such a horrible like way to be put into that situation yeah but that night i ended up calling my friend i was like hey can i call you like i want to talk about what happened the one earlier. that you roasted yeah, the, the boyfriend ro- of yeah and i was like i don't feel good about the conversation like you're one of my best friends Okay. And so, because I'm like, I'm a, a psychopath. Like, my emotions are literally written all over my face. And no, I just you're can't not. You're just so honest. I like, know. I'm like so brutally honest. And sometimes it just bites me in the ass. But I really do mean well. And also, like, with my friends, like, I care so much about my friends. So I felt so bad. But so I asked him if I could call him, gave him a call. And I was like, hey, I just wanted to, like, go back on what I said. I don't hate him. I don't think that he's the right person for you because of X, Y, Z reason. And then I listed out a bunch of different reasons that I felt like he wasn't good for him. And then he was like, I really appreciate you saying that to me. Like, I don't know, like, where we go from this conversation. Obviously, like, him and I were breaking up as, like, best friends, right? right? But it was just an awkward situation because then he obviously realizes that I don't like his significant other. Anyways, for in this specific situation, I learned to love his significant other. Like, I think it was things that were bothering me at the base, like, beginning of their relationship. And then they ended up growing kind of together. And now, oh, yeah. I, now I really like the significant other. So that's not a problem in the least bit. Like, I really, really think his significant other is great for him. But... That being said, I think what I did better in that situation is actually coming with concrete reasons of this is why I don't like this person for you. I think that you shouldn't phrase it as everybody in the group hates being around him because your friend is undoubtedly going to get defensive. I think you should pitch it in the way of, oh, I don't think he's right for you. And I think it's because of these reasons. Because at the end of the day, like the friend isn't going to break up with the person just because you said these things, but they're going to take it to heart and be like, I really, I think if you phrase it correctly, they're going to be like, I appreciate that my friend said these things to me. Like they're kind of a shitty friend if they turn on you. And but like, is it possible to not like the boyfriend, but still think the boyfriend is good for the friend? Like, yeah. no, right? I I don't think that's possible. If I didn't like the person, then like that just would go in tandem with me. being. Or is like, that you being right selfish you. and being like. You know what I mean? You might have to like take a step back and be like, okay, am I just jealous that maybe she is putting him before me or taking his mm-hmm. 
needs into account or making sure that he's comfortable in our friend group rather than trying to spend time and like catch up with me like maybe you need to set up time just to hang out with her without her boyfriend and then you can see maybe she'll feel comfortable bringing it up to you before you even have to bring it up to her that's that's tough though i i think that you would regret it if you don't say anything I agree, because imagine they get married someday, and then you have to deal with this person forever, knowing that you had the opportunity to, like, say something to the friend and be like, I and, Yeah, and your friend right might you. be happier with someone else, and they're, like, maybe settling and don't even know it. Like, I can't imagine if I was with someone, and you guys hated him for me, and I didn't know. Like, that would break my heart. That yeah. I thought, we, I would think we'd have a better Especially because, like, this person, like, it sounds like the person's best friend is asking them for yeah their approval or their thoughts on it so i think it's only your like your obligation honestly to tell them honestly how you feel even even if it's a hard conversation but this is your best friend and like you just need to get out there and say and it's going to be awkward that sounds like maybe she's looking for approval to be like okay she's looking for like a second opinion for why she's feeling the way that she is for validation everything like when you say this to her everything's going to click and she's gonna be like oh my god i need to get out of this relationship yeah, or something. You have to think about it like, do I hate the boyfriend because it's taking my friend away from me? Or are there literal concrete reasons like this guy is bad? Yeah, because I think that's totally fair. That's like totally a petty reason that I would hate a friend's boyfriend for. Naturally, if your friend is spending less time with you because they're with their boyfriend, you're going to start to like think of like nitpick certain things wait guys you literally you both need to comment on this one because it's crazy and it's on the same topic okay um so this person lives with slashes hates their friends long-term boyfriend so i'm guessing it's like her friend and the boyfriend and then her and they live oh my god she's permanently third wheeling so that's (laughs) the situation he screams at her all the time and she's asking do i speak up wait the boyfriend screams at the friend the boyfriend screams at the girlfriend Oh, my God. Did I explain that well? No. So, so the person who asked us the question is person one. Person two is her best friend. Who's dating... Dating the, a boy. The guy. And the three of them live together. And the, the girlfriend and the boyfriend scream at each other. Well, we don't, we don't know that the girlfriend screams at the boyfriend. The boyfriend screams at the girlfriend. Okay, that makes sense. Did I conduct that well? That was a speed train. But yeah, no, I get it. I think, obviously, you say something that's an abusive relationship. Uh, sis needs to speak up, in my opinion. I would literally say something to the friend. I'd be like... This dude screams at you literally all the time. Like, what the I mean, the yeah, hell? like, they live together. It's not like they're hiding it at all. Yeah, I would bring it up to your friend oh, for sure. 100% bring it up and say, like, I don't think that you should be dating someone that screams at you. Like, you deserve better than that. There's so many things to say to that. And that's so not cool that, number one, it's happening to begin with because no one should feel like they're being yelled at in a relationship all the time. But number two, that you're there having to endure that all the time. Like that's so, there's so many things wrong with that. I'm very curious how we got here. What do you mean? Like living with our friend's boyfriend. See, but like, I think I would do that. No, I think it happens because like maybe they, the the two girls were living together and then the boyfriend wanted to move in. And if he's splitting the rent, I mean... Some also, people like, would be like, pretty nice, honestly. I know. Some people would be like, okay with that, I guess. I mean, I think Alex and I are literally going to live together until we're married. So that must mean that our significant others are going to eventually... Adam, I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't know about that, Adam. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. You yeah, can we'll... think that all you want. 
<laughs> we know the truth. <laughs> um, I'll go see myself out, aka dump, jump into the Hudson. Wait, I literally just can't even believe how many people DM'd us saying, do I tell my friend that I hate her boyfriend? I mean, I think the answer is yes. Like literally, I, d- I just read like at least 12 oh my God. of the same thing. Like all just saying that. And the answer as we went over is like a thousand percent yes. You should say something. Sorry, these I when I have this in, I can't hear anything. <laughs> I can't hear anything out of this ear. It's noise so canceling. So I think I'm yelling. Yeah, I think it's noise canceling. Oh my god, I've never experienced noise. <laughs> With our upcoming trip to Paris, the girls and I need to brush up on our French skills, and we are so excited to be partnering with Rosetta Stone to help make us pros by the summertime. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app, and it truly immerses you in any language you want to learn. I'm personally so excited to learn French with Rosetta Stone because it's so easy. I can do it right on my phone. Its built-in true accent feature gives you feedback on your pronunciation, which I think is so helpful because pronouncing things is always difficult for me. And Rosetta Stone's process is designed for long-term retention of the language. So I'll be speaking French forever and ever. It's an amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages so no matter where life takes you in the world, you'll be covered and speaking the language in no time. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Matchmade listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's rosettastone.com today for 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today today. J'adore Rosetta Stone. <laughs> <laughs> now back to the episode. Okay, we've all been there with our Hinge profiles, handing our phones to friends to get their opinions on which prompts we've chosen and which photos we have and in which order. I mean, I did that before I met my boyfriend on Hinge, but with the voice prompts, you can help your friends even more. With the voice prompt, my best friend's take on why you should date me, you can lean on your friends to hype you up to potential matches. Guys, I think I need to update my Hinge profile. I think it's getting a little stale. Will you take a look? Colby, we need to add the my best friend's take on me voice prompt to your Hinge profile. (laughs) It'll be fun. Let's do it. Okay, Colby, tell me when you're recording. Okay. Okay. My take on Colby. Colby is a down girl. Anytime you want to do anything, try a new restaurant, go to a workout class, go for a walk, chill at home. Colby is your girl. Katie, what do you think? Give her some hype. Colby is always down. That's true. You actually took mine. (laughs) But she's also extremely loyal. She's easy to talk to. Colby is a great listener. Colby's the best. If you're listening to this, you need to date Colby. Oh my God, I'm blushing. I think I'm going to get a lot of likes from that. Asking your friend to answer this voice prompt for you can be such a great way to bring encouragement and levity to your dating life. Download Hinge and try voice prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. Dry January might be over for now, but if you're looking to cut back or cut out alcohol this year, keep listening. Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails are the perfect alcohol replacement, seeing as though they're a totally guilt-free but delicious way to unwind. So if you're the kind of person who likes to be social but doesn't want to drink alcohol, holding a can of Recess will do the trick. With 0% alcohol, real fruit, only 25 calories or less, naturally sweetened with agave and infused with functional ingredients that taste just like your favorite cocktail, 
cocktails without the alcohol, recess is the perfect way to either unwind at home at a dinner party with friends or mm-hmm. in between drinks for alcohol moderation. I loved the watermelon mojito flavor and I think you will too. So you should definitely check that and their other flavors out for yourself. Get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash matchmade so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Check them out. Yay, recess. Woo! Canceling headphones. But it's only in one of her ears, so I don't imagine that it's, an but it's, it's really like everything. I can't hear I don't have those ones, so I don't know. They're <laughs> trash. I hate them. <laughs> in case you're wondering. I hate them. Okay. Would love to hear qualities you look for in a friend and how you determine if a friend is genuine. I think the easiest way to spot a fake friend, I mean, you kind of have to be, be with the person for a little while to be able to tell. Because I think at first... You're so excited about the prospect of having this new friend that you're like, you you look, you glaze over every possible red flag. But when you're friends with someone for like a few months or like a year, then you start to realize things that stick out to you. And I think it's all about those people that are there for you, not only when you're killing it, but also when you're not killing it. There's a lot of people, I think, that have a hard time being happy for other people when maybe they get a good opportunity that yep they haven't gotten yet who is there with you like hanging out with you making plans with you not as like oh everything else i'm doing today fell through so let's get lunch or something sets aside time for you and only you and it, it's a two-way street like you have to do it too you can't just expect this person to always make you a priority if you're not also prioritizing them and it's hard i mean a friendship is a relationship at the end of the day it's it not is. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it takes work. And especially with life, like life gets hard. Like you work a lot, you have plans all the time, you go in different directions as people. But I think it's pretty easy to see, like if somebody's only wanting to hang out with you when, I don't know, there's good things going on or something like that, then that's like a clear indicator that they're kind of like a fake friend a little bit. Like yeah, pinpoint the people that are like checking in on you. Like if you're having a bad day, like are they the ones like texting you being like, hey, how's it going? Are you doing okay? Who pays attention? Yeah. Who yeah. pays attention? Like remembers things about their friends, um, things like that. Yeah. It's also oh. very obvious when people are like weighing their options. I feel like. You don't want to be part of somebody's juggling act in terms of like which plan they're going to pick. Yeah. And I think if you start to sense that a friend of yours is not a friend of yours, like mm-hmm. isn't genuine, like that's enough of a, a gut instinct. If you think something is up, like something is most likely up. I mean, I do have a tendency sometimes, like more so when I was younger, to always like think my friends are talking shit about me behind my back. College was rough sometimes. Like you never knew what was happening behind closed doors and we had a lot less to focus on in college. Yeah, luckily than, I feel like nobody has time for that shit. Well, in no, we don't have time for it 20s. now. Oh my God, no. Because like we have other stuff to deal with. But in college you don't really like have a full-time job like yeah. and social stuff comes first. Like college was cutthroat, man. So I was always worried about that. But I think if you have a gut instinct and it's it's – lasting like a lasting gut instinct that someone's not a real friend they're probably not and i think it's time to start looking elsewhere i feel like especially now that we're getting into our mid to later 20s Mm -hmm. um, don't say that i know i just threw up in my mouth hey (laughs) i'm older than both of you that's true well that's why i said mid to late because like i'm mid and you're late (gasps) no she's still in her mid take that back until 27 She's take mid too late. <laughs> you take that back. Adam. 
You're Katie, digging yourself you... <laughs> a hole. I was Katie. getting you out. See, this is the extent of talking shit. We just do each other's face. <laughs> Adam is a fake friend. I have a I'm gut. A fake friend now. I have a gut instinct that Adam's a fake friend. So I'm cutting Babe, you out. Take it back. I love you. I'm cutting you out. <laughs> no, I don't even know where. I, where was I even going with that thought? I got now distracted. That we're getting into our mid to late twenties. Oh. Like you can go anywhere. <laughs> Yeah, Katie's like, get the fuck out of my. You can go and no, no, no. I'm saying with that thought, you could go anywhere. No, but now that we're kind (laughs) of like getting into our mid to late twenties, you kind of realize like where your energy is best spent, Mm -hmm. and you want to make sure that you're spending your energy. Once you realize that like time is a fleeting asset, you want to make sure your time is being put into good places. You don't want to put your time into fake friends. You are. You talk about investments, even when you're not talking about investments. (laughs) Time (laughs) is the only asset you cannot buy. So use it wisely. Put that on a shirt. <laughs> That's our first merch drop. Your, your vibe, vibe attracts your tribe. Your vibe attracts your tribe. Okay. But it does. Yeah. Next. <laughs> Next. This person said, feel purposely left out by my friend. Should I say something or is it a sign to let go? I feel like that kind of goes along with what we were mm. saying. We need more before. clarification. I feel like how is she feeling left out like is it potentially something that's maybe like in her head because like i definitely in my head sometimes feel like oh everybody's leaving me out i think what needs to happen is both i think she needs to have a conversation with her friend who will likely say it's all in her head because Mm -hmm. that's what people do because they're cowards and they don't want to admit what's actually happening or they want to protect the person i think that it's worth having a conversation analyze the conversation very like clearly give examples of when you felt left out and based on how that goes decide whether you want to cut them out because I agree I'm also like that like sometimes I think my friends are purposely excluding me but they're not and I just have like past traumas to deal with (laughs) but like I think that you should seek people in your life that don't make you feel that way at all yeah like majority of the time think about it like I mean there's Every once in a while, you know, you'll see your friends out without you and be like, okay, where was my invite? But you like laugh about it. We joke about it. We're yeah. like, guess my invite got lost in the mail. It's, <laughs> the it doesn't mean line. we're not going to be friends. It's like things white people say. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> Looks like my invite got lost in the mail. <laughs> I, I think it's like also a dad joke sort of thing. I literally always say that. It definitely is. But yeah, I think you just think about how often you feel this way. Like how often do you feel this way with this friend? If it's more often than not, cut them out i think the best advice in any of those things is like just speak up like if you if something if something doesn't feel right say something yeah well nothing's gonna change honestly if you don't say something and maybe their response is the only sign that you're gonna have the only real clear sign yeah having a conversation is the only way to figure out the truth and it's going to be uncomfortable we can write you a script. We can. <laughs> DM <laughs> us. Adam will write you a script. Yes, I love replying yeah, to DMs. Yeah, you need some receipts. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you do. Yeah, you need some ex- exact, like, example. No, but seriously, like, you can't, like, sit around <laughs> and hope that something changes that makes you upset. Like, yeah. you need to actually take control of it and say something if something doesn't feel right to you or if something makes you Katie and I have bonded over this a few times because both of our moms, like, live by this statement that the more you say no the less you'll Mm -hmm. stop be invited yeah or one day you might stop being invited to things so it also is like a time for you to like personally look back and be like oh was she like making an effort and 
did I like not reciprocate or was I not making plans? Yeah. Wait, that's that a very valid point. Thinking back, I feel like there's been certain people that have just, you know, maybe, and it's a lot of it's out of their control, yeah. you know, like with work and school and I get it. But like sometimes people are just like constantly saying no to you. So then you stop inviting them. And also naturally, like we're, we do things all the time. Like we're people who like to be out and about and we like to be doing things constantly and having plans and whatever it may be. So if you're inviting people to your plans and yeah. they continuously say no, naturally, we're like not going to invite them. Right. But doing. also I think you do have to consider that like sometimes if you have like a, a decently large friend group, mm-hmm. like. 10 people I feel it's very normal for like three of those people to hang out sometimes and there are certain scenarios where not everybody needs to be invited and I think once you get to a certain level of maturity it doesn't matter you know maybe they'll say hey would love to come to this next time and like if someone said that to me I would not take that as like a dig or like I'd be like yeah of course like I didn't realize you'd be interested in this because sometimes you think you like know your friends and are like oh I know like there are certain things you guys know not to invite me to. If it's a certain cardio workout class, you know I'm not going to go and I don't want to go. So you don't even invite me. to attend Barry's boot camp. I refuse to attend Barry's boot camp. You guys know that about me. So when you guys go, I never get the invite anymore. And that's fine. <laughs> Anything that involves water. Katie's like, count water? me the fuck out. Sweat, rain. Wait, excuse me. I would get what? Uh, Adam. He sweats more than me these days, honestly. Are you trying to like I, oh my God. lose a friend over here, okay. Adam? I was just making an analogy to Barry's boot camp. Adam and I feel like half the time we end up hanging out because we both stalk by my friends and we figure out that we're close to each other. So yeah. we meet up. AKA every Saturday and Sunday morning when Colby and I are on our 14 mile walks. At 8 a.m. and everybody else is still asleep. Yeah, Colby and I are the king and queen of 8 a.m. walks on Saturdays and Sundays. And I don't need to be invited to those either. So, you know, we start to learn each other as friends. We do. You learn patterns. And I think if you are in a really solid friendship, like, it wouldn't be weird for me to be like, if you and, like, two other people hung out and I would, you know, wish that I was there. Yeah. Just be like, hey, next time I want to go. But if you, like, if you smell something fishy, it's probably fishy. That is fair. If you smell some salmon... It's probably salmon. You better run. <laughs> no, we love salmon. I hate salmon. All I'm right. running. All right. <laughs> I've never heard that, that uh, phrase before. I mean, because Adam, Adam just pulled it out of thin air. I just made it oh. up. <laughs> it's an atomism. Uh, I thought, it, isn't there one that's like, if it walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck? Then it's, it's probably, probably a duck. duck. I like that. I've heard that. That's That's a saying. That's a good one. Yeah, I just took that and I turned it into salmon. I'm actually starving, but I'm starving. Um, there's one more question actually that I really liked that I think we should answer because it's actually relevant to us. Navigating post-grad friend and advice when you live all over the U.S. Oh, that's tough. It's the most heartbreaking part of graduating is knowing and like being so excited for everybody as they're going into their like jobs and all these different places but part of your heart is breaking because you're like I'm so happy for them but I'm also like selfishly very sad that they're moving away from me we all cried in the driveway and we were like we can't just run over to each other's couch like Mm -hmm. every day like we do now it was an emotional experience Never forget everyone's contact photo for me sobbing my eyes out at Julia moving to LA. Yeah, literally Adam's contact photo. If you guys are ever seeing screenshots I'm posting on my story or anywhere, it's 
Adam crying. It's me having an absolute emotional breakdown. Over people moving. Well, Adam, we had no idea what we were in for that day because we thought Julia was just leaving and then it ended up being Julia, Katie, and then Gigi and Emily decided to go too. And then we, yeah, like, we had a full New York exodus and I was I was not okay. Just us and Shay and Allie. But we all come crawling back. But everybody least... comes crawling back I to gained, the homeland. Yeah, and then we've gained a few more. I feel like everybody finds out where they really want to be a few years after post-grad. Like, that really starts in the beginning. I feel like people move where they get a job. Or maybe they have to move home and they can figure mm-hmm. out yeah. where they want to work from there. But then through visiting friends and traveling new places maybe they decide that they want to move to the same city that you're in after all like just because you live somewhere post-grad doesn't mean that you're stuck there forever yeah Yeah. I think I think just to answer the question like the way you stay in touch you have to visit each other 100% you do I know like texting calling of course is important FaceTime is a great invention but I find that like I run out of things to like talk to my like some friends. I'm like, I need to see you. Like I need to physically be in the room with you. Yeah. And that makes the friendship like it keeps it going, you know? And And you'll realize when you see each other, like it doesn't feel like you haven't seen each other in a few months. Like Like, time hasn't picked up where you left off. Exactly. I feel like every time we go to LA or Julia or Chi Chi and them come here, it's like, we feel like we never left each other, you know? Yeah. But I think like at the end of the day, like, I also say, I just realized I say at the end of the day so much. Oh my God. That's another atomism. I didn't realize that. And I edit these. I didn't realize it. I think if I watched, like, listen to this back, I would count like 150. All right. At the end of the day. But at the end of the day. Take a shot every time. (laughs) Take a shot, Adam says, at the end of the day, and you'll be dead. (laughs) (laughs) Let's make a match me drinking game. (laughs) And it's going to be take a shot every time Adam says at the end of the day. Every time I tell Adam to change the subject. Every time Colby (laughs) yells at me for something, (laughs) take a shot. Take a shot. (laughs) No, but I don't know. I think you just need to make time for people in terms of the visiting FaceTime people ask them how they're doing you don't have to talk every single second of every single day but you know, just make an effort like the I feel like we talked about earlier the, you need to make people feel that you care about them and one way yeah. to do that is like try to keep up try to ask how they're doing if you know something big is going on in their life like a new job or like they're interviewing for something or getting a promotion like send them flowers I don't know there's plenty of ways to keep in touch and, and make somebody feel like you care about them yeah. I mean, luckily we live in this digital age too. Yeah. I think just setting up multiple channels where you can keep in touch with them. Channels. Like, channels. You talk so tech. I talk so business. You're I, so tech. I need to stop. Let's circle back. We're going to circle back We're on this question. We're going to circle back. I'm going to circle back on all the What's DMs. another one? Um, per your last email? Per my last email? Oh, whenever I want to be sassy, I always say per my last email. Per my last email. I Attached. always put everything in bullet points. I'm like, please be prepared to talk about this, this, and this on our call tomorrow because i hate inefficient calls <laughs> there's nothing adam hates more than an there's inefficient, nothing inefficient i hate call. more oh well i hate elevator standards what like, escalator escalator i was like escalator i'm standards. like wait people stand in an elevator i was like we all see when an elevator like six times a day <laughs> on your instagram so we know that's not true yeah you stand in an elevator like every don't no i do laps you're not around special it. you're not special you stand in an elevator I'm running just laps like, around that elevator just like all of us but no escalator standers i mean i am sometimes an escalator stander but i move to the side so the walkers can pass me okay that's fine is that okay? i'll accept that but if you're like the great wall of goddamn china on that escalator 
Oh, like yeah. with your friends talking, I'm going to be really angry. I don't angry. really understand the point of people who walk up escalators. Why don't you take the stairs next to it? Because it, it gets you there faster. It does get you there faster. Like I walk up it because I want to experience the same exercise as the stairs, but I'm going to use the escalator because it's going to get me up to my destination faster. And I'm a New well, Yorker. Are you getting less of a workout because you're moving faster? But that's not my, pr- my primary purpose is both workout and quick to my destination. So I'm getting the best yeah. of both worlds there. Otherwise, I'm going to be sprinting up that staircase and I'm going to be sweating my ass off by the time I get to my destination. Yeah, and you have to think about that. the sweat. You yeah. have to think about the sweat factor. So I'm getting the best of both worlds by walking out the escalator. Okay. I see the rationale. Exactly. Katie understands. I see it. Colby just wanted to start a fight. No, I, I was genuinely curious. <laughs> I was just stating my side of the argument. <laughs> I know, babe. I just wanted to bicker with you. <laughs> I miss you. I know. Come Colby, back. Colby's been de- gone for like how many days? Colby's still like- been gone for a day and I'm like losing my shit. Colby's also going to Spain. Are you excited, Colby, to go to Spain? I'm so excited. Tell the people about your your trip. I am leaving on Saturday night to go to Barcelona. I have a wedding Friday Barcelona. night. Barcelona. And then I get there Saturday and I'm staying with my roomie and her family and visiting her sister who's abroad there. And then I actually just found this out, but Emily doesn't get there until Thursday. So then on Thursday, I am going to be with our friend Emily visiting her sister as well. Wow. You've got so we're having Thanksgiving in Barcelona. All right. So as you listen to this, Colby is flitting around Barcelona. Flit, flit, flitting flit, around. Flit, flitting around. Hopefully having a Spanish love affair. Yes. I'm I'm can only hope. manifesting it for only you. Only dream. I'm manifesting the Spanish love affair for you. I know. Colby's gonna come back with a Hispanic prince and I'm gonna be so happy. I'm gonna be so jealous. Maybe I'll develop an accent like Bella Hadid. That's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I am guilty of developing Do you accents think as well. In that like Bella Hadid accent video, do you think that she's doing it like on purpose to be like, no i funny. think she just is like there and around french people and started talking like that she's manifesting isn't there another celebrity that always changes their accent madonna right um i think there's one another one that i'm thinking about Lindsay lohan yes that's it know. like she had like a british yeah. accent for a while like in the parent job i feel like i low-key have good accents I have terrible accents. Test out your accent. I think it's crazy that people don't have accents when they sing. I feel like that is the craziest thing. Yeah. No, that is weird. I guess sometimes I don't, yeah, I don't realize, like when I hear a song and then I hear an interview with a singer, I'm always shook when they don't, like they sound so different. That is quite true, Katie. Oh my God, shut up. And now that we've had a fun little episode talking about friendships and Spain and <laughs> accents and all kinds of dashing things, it's time for us to sign off for today. Yeah, it is. And we've had fun, guys. We've had fun. Colby, we miss you over there, darling. We're very excited for you to come home and, <laughs> and have a dashing time in, in Spain. And we'll see you when you get back on Match Made in Manhattan. And we'll see you all next week when we talk you about our next... You broke character at the end there. <laughs> you broke character. Wait, I'm literally... Peeing my pants over here. Oh my gosh, Katie's <laughs> peeing her pants. <laughs> the Wait, floor. That was actually good. Do you sound like a British like grandpa? The floor <laughs> is quite wet over there because Katie is 
Peter Pants. All right, guys, it's it's been fun, and we love you, and we'll see you later on our next episode. All right, have a great Dali night. Good day, bye, friends. Goodbye. Okay, I'm actually hanging up now. Bye, love you. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.